on the viewpoint. Okay, we're going to turn things up only ever so slightly. The conversation with Pop Crew is actually taking place now. We can't quite yet get hold of Mr. Teritzalani. Word is that he has misplaced his cellular phone. We have been able to locate him, of course, but I think the unsettling nature of what has happened to him forces us just to put that conversation in slight abeyance, which in any way doesn't hurt us, given the fact that Mr. Mamabolo was already ready for us. Richard Mamabolo, Pop Cruise spokesperson. Thank you so much for the indulgence. I know you're probably still preparing. That all said, you certainly have a story to tell us, particularly as to the safety of your members. First things first, at Malamulele Police Station, just tell us what exactly you know insofar as it relates to the facts of relevance to the show. Good evening to you and the listeners. I think, uh, well, one of the main concerns that we've obviously been speaking about has been the security situation and the infrastructural integrity of our police stations, especially those which are situated mainly in rural areas and townships. We have uh, obviously been getting a lot of complaints over the year about uh, the levels of police attacks that have been happening there. And of course, with the recent attack on Malibunele police station, we are of the view that uh, the SAPS management has not done enough in actually coming up with uh, different uh, proposals on how we can actually confront this matter. This happens again at a time when, uh, just uh, as has been reported last week, that there have been uh, 32 police officers who were killed uh, within a period of three months. So it is quite worrying that uh, these events keep on happening, and yet uh, there has not been any form of plan from the SAPS. Tell us now, insofar as it relates to the incident at Malamulele Police Station, can you just give us the facts? We're going to talk about the issues that probably do contribute to why police stations would be targeted. We will talk about the breakdown of relationships between the agents and the related stakeholders in the policing sector at large. But specifically about this, where now you have got ammunition in the wrong hands, more than likely to do more damage to South Africans than to upkeep her safety and security. What happened? Last night. Yes. Yes. What we heard is that uh, at around half past ten last night, uh, there was an attack on the police station where in over ten uh, armed robbers came into the police station and, of course, uh, uh, ambushed the police, who were at the time about five of them. Uh, and uh, that is when they were, uh, well, the, the firearms were taken from the safe and all those police officers were put at the back of the bucky. Now, just outside of the police station, next to the police station, there, there are two garages from what we hear, and uh, from then, those criminals went ahead to attack those uh, two garages. So the firearms were taken, and of course, I think one of the things that has, has been of much concern to us has been the fact that when you look at all these cases of police attacks, in most cases, uh, it would be police stations where it is known that there are firearms. So as to whether investigations will be continuing on looking into whether there was internal information leaked to these criminals or not, it's something that obviously needs to be looked into. So so these are the trends that we have been seeing. At the moment, we are, we are aware that uh, the police officers who were affected are receiving counselling, and we are still to get more details as to how far they are, well, the investigations are. But we do know that uh, the provincial commissioner has launched a 72-hour uh, police activation period in which they are expecting that uh, by that time they would have obviously uh, made some progress with regards to what has happened. South Africans, the police station was robbed of 
R5 rifles, 9mm pistols, shotguns and ammunition. This in the Limpopo province in the town of Malamulele. This alone beggars belief and even more so more questions and I doubt we will have all of the answers that are relevant for the purposes of trying to understand quite the level to which South Africa's fight against crime has descended. Descended because it is clear that we are not making the necessary inroads that for South Africa's sake are the right ones. Richard, what do we know or what do we not know that we should know? Rather, actually, what do we not know that we should know or is important we know even at this early stage? For instance, without any aspersions being cast on your members, can we rule out, for instance, there were some technical failures in the equipment that is supposed to be of an intelligence kind to detect this thing happening? Can we rule out any inside jobs? Because in as much as we don't like to think of that as a reality, it nonetheless does present as a variable in the variables at play in things like that. And how adequately manned, even on the day, was this police station? Well, uh, as a union, we think that all avenues should be explored. Of course, there have been instances which have been reported. You remember there was a case once in the Western Cape where there was a proven involvement of some of the officers who were working at that station where firearms were getting lost. So so we, we are open to any form of uh, interrogation with regards to this matter. Uh, so that is one option. But another avenue has been the fact that uh, the SAPS has obviously been cutting their budgets. I think just earlier this year, we had a budget cut of 1.8 billion rand. That uh, obviously has got a negative impact on the kind of staff complement we have within our police stations. So we currently have a staff complement of 187,000, and uh, all these officers have to look after a population of 60 million people. That, uh, that means that police cannot be everywhere at the same time. In the instance of Malamure, for example, you had five police officers working on a night shift who have to look after a population of half a million people. So those are some of the trends that have been happening. And it is under such circumstances where in criminals become brazen because they would know that uh, there's a limited staff capacity and whatever forms of attacks that they conduct uh, would not be prevented. And uh, uh, the most worrying thing, uh, of course, as well, has been the fact that uh, all these firearms that are stolen from the different police stations are then later on linked to certain criminal activities. We know that, uh, especially around this time, there will be a rise in criminal activities, especially cases in transit heights. Some of these firearms are identified as having been utilized within all those crimes. So so it's uh, one role that uh, needs to be investigated internally as to whether they are involvement with certain individuals. But as well, the SAPS needs to obviously look into how we can then restructure the SAPS in ensuring that we get more boots on the ground because the infrastructural integrity and, of course, the shortage of manpower at police stations is an issue which will further lead to certain yeah, let's take a short break. We're going to return with you, Mr. Richard Mamabolo, pop crew spokesperson. That's the police union talking to us about the robbery that took place last night in the Limbobo province, particularly in the town of Malamulele. Shockingly, he confirms to us five people were on duty at the police station in a community of half a million people. That's one officer for 100,000 people. Let that sink in. We certainly do need more men and women on the ground. After the break, we continue. On the viewpoint. Oh, 
SAFM listeners, Pongoletu in Cape Town. You know, it's quite disappointing that we've got a minister um, of police that keeps on talking. It's more like he's um, talking through the media, but no actions. You know, it's sad that every time we've got these attacks on police stations, one would ask him or herself that, how are these things happening? I mean, is it really, really possible? In fact, is it sane for us to have such activities happening at our stations while our police are there? Their safety is not considered. How are the states of the police stations, especially in rural areas and outside? Because it seems like they are abandoned by the state. Thank you. As long as a good evening, it's disheartening and it's, it's leaving my heart torn apart what happened in Limpombo. But what are we as a community communities saying? Because we always get to understand their matches for increase matches for service delivery. Why can't we once stand up as a country and march and do everything so then folks can see that no, 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 no. You're sick and tired of this now. Because in the end, it will mean that criminals are taking over. And if they take over, where are we going to run to? This is our country. Songhezo, this is sickening. We need to stand up as communities. Thank you. Good evening, Songhezo. This is Maswabi Blufande. This is what I always say the incapability of our police officers. Until we changed the word police to be forced, to be police force, will never stop giving uh, criminals guns. Why don't we simple give all the police officers donkey beer, shambox, because they are incapable of using guns. We got the video that is going viral, the, uh, the, the, the gunman who took the gun from the police officer. Good evening, sir. This is GS Mospacing. Say, South Africa, our country is a crime scene. Our constitution needs to be revised. This constitution of ours give, gives criminals more rights than law-abiding citizens. And you find that your security forces, police officers, are involved in these kinds of misdemeanors. This is a treason. It's a treasonous crime to commit. You know, and because people know that there's no repercussions, you know, uh, for their acts, that is why they can always do as they please in the country. This is so wrong. Thank you. GS Mospacing. Hello, Radio South Africa, my informative radio. You know, we must put blame squarely to the ruling party. They control security, they control intelligence, they control the police. Mr. Tsele is there, always with the adopts. There is Minister of Defence Force there, the former Speaker of Parliament. So they are the ones who must make sure that we are safe. Now police uh, stations are robbed like Spasa Shop. I think it's a shame it's that this thing never happened in African countries. It's only in South Africa because South Africa uh, government want to be seen, be loved. By who? I don't know. But it's a shame. WP Ramudalempopo. Let us all be realistic. 
30 against less. Those who are talking a lot, just come the 10 of you against those 30, and then we take it from there. You'll be dead. Policemen are human beings as well. I mean, why can't you do against 30 people who are really armed? No, man, come on, guys, man. Don't just be brave if the bravery is not there. Go face them yourself, go hunt them. You'll come back, back, come back in dead meat. If I could summarize everything that has been said, Jan, I'm coming to you anonymous in Bumalang. If I could summarize the general sentiment of the public from what we have been talking about here, Richard, is that a sense of great despondency has set in. There clearly isn't the sort of confidence one would hope to hear of and about law enforcement agencies from the community at large. What are your thoughts on that from what you've heard? with uh, most of the sentiments. Uh, of course, I think uh, this is one challenge that has been uh, building up over time. Uh, Post-1994, there has never really been a discussion about looking into the kind of relationships that should be conducted between police and communities. You know, we had a South African police force, and when it became a service in 1996, so there was an element of civilian oversight therein. Uh, however, there has not been such a form of discussion, and of course, in most instances, uh, uh, even through many media reports, what you would get would only be the negative aspects of what police have uh, been doing wrong, uh, instead of the good work that uh, a majority of our police officers continue to uh, dedicate to, 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 to South Africans. So it is, of course, a relational matter that needs to be improved. However, uh, we know that uh, in most cases, in areas where there are good working relationships within communities, the crime rate tends to go low. So the, it is quite important that uh, in whatever decisions that are being taken moving onwards, the role of communities is always as well prioritized because at the end of the day, criminality or crime happens within our communities and it is only through the information that uh, police can get through these communities that uh, there could be certain apprehensions. So it is, of course, uh, something that is quite a narrative at the moment, but we still do believe that uh, we can actually improve relations. Let's get some calls, and I've got space for three calls. I've already got one, so it's the fastest fingers to the dial on Johannesburg 714-2006. Please, ladies and gentlemen, let's get the calls in throughout and quickly because we do want to get some of the sentiments that have come through in the voice notes and invariably through the questions we want to give Richard an opportunity to respond to. Let's go to Mbumalanga. Anonymous is on the line. How are you, Sonia? Well, sir, how's it going? There's one thing I want to ask Mama Bumalanga. Mm. He's talking about we have lost the budget. Is he a union member or a government member? That's one. Two, when you are a union member, you are fighting for the people who are at the, on the ground to fight crime. But when you come here and tell people that we have lost the budget from uh, SAPS, and then that's why you are not able to fight crime. And then who are you? Are you in government or are you with the, with the soldiers on the ground? Don't be surprised, Songhez, when you see Mama Wule saying in a portfolio of subs in government. Thank you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't go away. Engage him. He's listening. Mama Wule, reply. 
Yes, look, I, I Anonymous, please stay on the line. Anonymous, please stay on the line. I'm on the line. Sure. The, the, the thing with the budget cuts is that they affect the kind of services that police are supposed to undertake. You would know that there, there has been a shortage of training, uh, well, the training within the SAPS. And of course, in the last two years, there hasn't been any form of... Uh, when I raise this issue, I, that when I raise this issue... Anonymous, I please don't interrupt. Anonymous, we don't interrupt here. Please. There are many there are many agreements that uh, as unions are signed uh, with regards to how working conditions of police should be improved. Issues around promotions, issues around uh, daily allowances and all those other factors. And uh, in most cases, of course, as much as they have been signed agreements, you know, what we would get from uh, government would be that... Uh, they are financially constrained in implementing some of these things. So they do have a negative impact on the role that police do play. Uh, similarly, with increasing the staff capacity of the SAPS, the establishment is on a decline, has been on a decline. Uh, and of course, that means that we cannot get more members to actually be there in ensuring that they conduct uh, the services of ensuring that South Africans are safe and secure. So budget constraints do affect uh, policing negatively. And of course, they do affect members in a negative way because most of our members of course have not uh, been having promotions for quite some time uh, and of course uh, some of the agreements are disregarded by government very so well it is quite an important matter final response from you anonymous in Pumalanga to richard led him back it was robbed of the ammunition akonuk review engotin what is your take mama Bulo? As a union member, wherein members are being robbed within the police station, and you come here, you talk about budget. Who's talking about budget? Government must talk about budget. You must say government must come and assist, but you are you seem to be defending the government. That is why I'm saying, Congress, mm. don't be surprised when you 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 you, you hear Mama Bule is serving in a portfolio committee of SAPS. Very Thank well. You. No, much appreciated. Thank you so much, Anonymous in Bumalanga. Let's go to Felion's Kruen. We have a first-time caller, Me Makale. Thank you so much for calling us. Mama, good evening. Your thoughts, please. Oh, good evening, Songezo. Moloma. Hey. Songezo, there is a problem about this robbery at the police stations. It's not the first time we hear about that. So if there is a problem, there must be a solution. I'm sure the minister, uh, Mr. Kale, knows about these things. So it is a time to solve that problem by putting uh, in all police stations, they must install the, 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 the cameras so that uh, the cameras can, can reveal everything what is happening there. Very well. Let's uh, move on. Mama Kale, uh, thank you so much for your thoughts. Let's install cameras in police stations, which will advance at least in an evidence-gathering manner to the extent that it would be necessary. Mamvoye in Parktown North. Yes, thanks, Angeza. How are you? I'm well, Mama. How are you? Uh, yeah, thanks to you and sure. Gitika for taking my call, giving me an opportunity to weigh in on this. Uh, it's a very, very traumatizing uh, circumstance to the people of South Africa. You know, we have suffered a lot and uh, we're having this kind of a sketch. For me, this is a real pandemic more than anything because we have blood being shed every day. 
reserves that are being stolen in police station. I think the community take them, we take a responsibility on our hands because we don't have a minister of police. Either he steps down or something happens with his boss, the president, because this is not okay. It is not healthy for us as South Africans. It is traumatizing whether it happens in Malamlela, it happens somewhere in the Eastern Cape, you know, it happens somewhere in Western Cape. It's so painful, hurting. You know, Sangezo, in conclusion, I wrote a letter when I was invited by someone who stays in Fort Mason. I wrote a letter to the to the to me. I wrote a letter uh, to the police commissioner. Up to this day, even to Soetian, they never published that article of what is happening on the ground. And if we not careful, we are all going to perish under the hand of the criminals. So the police, they are part and parcel of the crime. So how can they they solve this crime? You'll find that there is uh, an inside job, how the, those arms were stolen yesterday. It was Kambisa, today is Malamlele Malam too. Tomorrow is something else. And the police minister behaves like a celebrity. How do you respond to that, um, um, Richard? In fact, let me go to Scully in Durban. I can never not take Scully. Scully, good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening to you, Sengezo. Thank you. Sengezo, my mm. take is, man, your case doesn't get his name. The police, something. God, man, come on. What a lame excuse or whatever you call it was to, 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 to say budget. Crime is crime. And that is written in our country. Thank you for listening to me. Please work on crime. Good night. Have a good day. Good Thank night. you so much, Scully. Well, it seems like Anonymous and Scully in Mbumalang um, and Durban are just not quite accepting the reasons you have proffered as to what could be the issue here. Ultimately, South Africans, at a minimum, it seems, want police stations to be safe and secure. There are opportunities for installing of cameras and related safety equipment. That's Mama Kale. Of course, all of that leads us to the sentiment that has been shared by Mama Vui that we don't have leadership, we don't have a police force, and it's high time that the citizens start taking a little more responsibility. Your members are under the cosh, it seems, aren't they? Yeah, look, I think, uh, look, with regards to some of the sentiment, all those uh, matters that uh, these uh, callers have been raising uh, are issues that need a budget, you know. In order to install security features, you need a budget. In order to get uh, more staff complement, you need a budget. But, of course, I would as well agree that you'd remember that... Uh, since 1994, we've only had one national commissioner who has finished his term of office, and that was George Fivers. Since then, there has been a lot of changes within the leadership of the SATF. And of course, part of the reasons why, as a union, we've been calling for the restructuring of the SATF is to deal away with the duplication of rules at the, uh, mainly national and provincial levels. And of course, there has been some levels of infighting. That is public knowledge. So, so in order to, to obviously deal with such challenges in providing leadership, uh, we need obviously to restructure so that we get more boots on the ground. But as well, uh, in in actually ensuring that we capacitate uh, the SAPS, there would definitely be a need for uh, an increased budget so that uh, whatever resources that are currently uh, outstanding are in fact uh, implemented so that uh, we can then have a sufficient uh, well, the capacity to ensure that whichever police station uh, can be in a position to respond to the challenges that uh, we find uh, within different communities. It, it does not make sense, really, that you would have 
five police officers looking after uh, half a million people at any given time because even when police have to respond, the the, the ultimate uh, well idea that communities will have is that uh, our police are not committed to saving their communities whilst not understanding that there are underlying challenges. Police stations do not have sufficient vehicles. They do not have okay, you said all of this. Let me ask this question. Yeah. Because I've got literally one minute, 30 seconds, so we've got to be on point with time. The police officers, from time to time, not all the time, and it probably isn't in a minority of cases, and it could very well be that, but the reality is whenever we see something of this kind on social media, it undoes the work of everybody else who does something good. Police officers who themselves don't respect their jobs, don't respect their uniform, do not respect the service that it is to be a police officer. That in many ways does then eat into the public confidence, the trust. It breaks down the relationship that is always precarious between the community and the police. It doesn't therefore allow nor inspire citizens to be active participants in the related community policing fora in the broadest sense possible. How do we, uh, despite everything you have said insofar as it relates to these being the problems that don't allow policing to take place, the police officers themselves, your members, do they not, in your view, score the kinds of own goals that do not build public trust in the institution of policing? The majority of our police officers remain committed. I'm talking to about the minority that has the perception yes. of what I'm I've saying, just drawn. Yes, the majority of our police officers are committed to serving the people of South Africa. And, of course, in such cases where there would be wrongdoing, there, there, there is an IP which obviously looks into the conduct of police officers, and there have been investigations that were done. There are reports publicly available as to how many uh, people have been found uh, in the wrong, and uh, under such circumstances, action has been taken. Okay, very well. Thank you so much, Mr. Mamabolo. Much appreciated. We certainly have work to do, and I'm sure South Africans with the right leadership and the right tone would be more than happy to help the South African Police Service. After the break, something else.